Hey ladies, this is Underwired. Welcome to the show designed to uplift and support women all over the world. Hey, hey, I'm Lindsay. They call me the kindness kahuna and the imaginal connector. I love puppies, travel, great coffee, and all of you out there who love humanity. I'm Betsy Wiersma, a serial entrepreneur and lover of doing good and having fun. My passion is connecting hearts and souls with art, ideas, and adventures. Hey, I'm Shay Sparks. As an energetic catalyst and fearless communicator, I love to have great conversations with amazing people. And I'm Sunny, mom of four, here to shed light on what really matters. Together, we are underwired. And now for the show. Welcome back to Underwired. I am joined by three of the most amazing women, my girlfriends, Lindsay, Betsy, and Sunny. And we have been just having the best time here on Underwired over the past several months creating this. Our job is to uplift and support and inspire the world. And we can't wait to talk about what we're going to talk about today in today's topic is called beauty. And why are we talking about beauty? Well, I mean, as women, we are literally in the beauty business all the time, right? Yep. (laughs) And all the, from everything from face masks to manicures and pedicures, to our hair, to makeup, all the things, colored contacts, eyelashes. I know that's Sunny's favorite. I mean, so (laughs) many different things, right? So it is important that we talk about beauty and it's a billion, that's with a B, billion dollar industry. And I know because I used to work in the beauty industry. And so we always like to kick off every show with different segments and we have a B word and R word and an A word and we'll leave it up to you to guess what that spells. And I have the privilege and honor with starting with the B word. And my B word is just imagine it is beautiful. We're going to talk about beautiful and beautiful is not what you think. Oftentimes we will watch the news or we will maybe talk to somebody at work and we get stuck in the negative grind of the day-to-day business. And we don't want that, right? We want to look at something beautiful. We want to see the beautiful things, not only in ourselves, but in other people. So that is my B word is beautiful. And I know myself, I have been stuck at the break room at work where we are complaining and moaning and groaning about our spouse, our day. Maybe it's our clients that we've worked with. I know even beauty people complain about their clients. I know. Hard to believe. But we've gotten to that rut. And then the drama feeds more drama. And next thing you know, this person's complaining. And they're like one-upping. Oh, yeah? Well, what about this? I had this. This happened to me. And it becomes a negative environment. And so I am one to always look at the bright side of things and notice that there is beauty all around us, that there are beautiful things. And then how can we step into that mindset of beautiful? How can we really own what beautiful means? So I'm going to ask the ladies and feel free to join us along. You can find us on Telegram later and we can carry that conversation. But I'm going to start off with Betsy. Betsy, what does beautiful mean to you? Well, I'm going to tell the truth because this is a show about what's really real. And I spent my life not 
feeling beautiful. Like I had a mom, God mm. rest her soul, that would say, honey, it's good thing that you're smart. Mm. And, oh, and I had a sister wow. who was blonde and blue eyed and big boobs. And, you know, and I was the smart one. And she'd say, well, because, you know, you know, it's a good thing you're smart. And I took that as I could mm -hmm. never be pretty. I had to choose between smart or pretty. So I oversmarted. I ran the yearbook staff. I got straight A's. I overachieved. I overdid. I never took care of myself because I was always trying to get approval to to kind of be so sorry in the world that I wasn't pretty, but I had other things to offer because I was so much fun. And I actually mm -hmm. even married a guy who said, you know, um, I don't know that I love you. I'm not attracted to you. And, and literally we got a divorce mm -hmm. after seven years. Cause he said, I got to tell you the truth. You're just not beautiful. You're too fat to love. And so I was wow. so convinced I was not lovable and not beautiful. I married a guy to make me right who never loved me because I wasn't beautiful. I mean, this is what happens when you do. So I'm telling the truth about this. When, when you said beautiful, I kind of had this flashback to um, my practice marriage, which made me prepared for my fabulous marriage. Um, but, you know, for all of you listening and watching, like um, this, this thing that someone chooses what beauty is, is wrong. And it took me a lot of years and a lot of expensive counseling to um, understand God made me perfect with all my imperfection. That is what makes me beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, for me, I had to really learn to trust God's version of beauty and to trust the beauty within mm -hmm. and not overachieve to be accepted by the world because, you know, I wasn't the size of the Barbie doll that I played with growing up. So that's a kind of a real um, answer to a, a question for you today, Shay. Well, Betsy, wow. thank you. Thank you so much for being transparent and for being vulnerable and really sharing with that. And I have to completely relate. Uh, I also, I never felt beautiful until I was in my 30s because I had was told how ugly I was for most of my life. So mm. I get it. And I am so sorry that you experienced that as well. So Lindsay, what does beautiful mean to you? Hopefully you have a more, a better story. Yeah, uplifting than story than my Yes, health. uplifting story. <laughs> Take it away, Lindsay. Well, you know, fun fact about beauty. I really do kind of subscribe to, there is a beauty that you can see, and then there is beauty that you feel. And I, I really mm -hmm. have noticed that sometimes things are just beautiful. If you just close your eyes, you can feel it. You know, and, mm -hmm. and I, I've had multiple experiences of that in my own life where I don't necessarily look out and see beauty, but I just feel my way into what beauty feels like. So, you know, I would just say that beauty is a tough word for some people to own. They, like Betsy mm -hmm. just said, sometimes it's hard to feel beautiful. And we look for feedback that says we are or we are not right? But the truth mm -hmm. of it is everything is beautiful. <laughs> yes. And yes. when you put it all together, like a piece of art, whatever that is in front of you, it, whether you like it or not, that's irrelevant. You, you don't have, not everything makes everyone feel inspired and not everything makes everyone mm. feel like it's the most fabulous thing on earth. Back to our cooking program, you know, not every meal is the best, but <laughs> When you put things together and you look at the magic that gets created when they're together, the feeling of it is beautiful, regardless of what it looks like. So I just, I share that beauty is very mm -hmm. much a feeling as much as it can be what things look like. 
Mm, I love that. And you're so true. It is a feeling. It, it's it's definitely something that because I wasn't told, I wasn't validated from other people, I really had to find it in myself to mm -hmm. make that feeling uh, a reality for me. So I love that you mentioned that. Sunny, what about you? Yeah, there's so many different ways to look at the wor world, world and word beauty. Um, and I find myself using that term in different ways now like saying things that are beautiful and it has nothing to do with outward appearance at all. Or even, you mm -hmm. know, Shay, you were talking about even how someone is on the inside, which is super important as well. But I use it now to describe progress, right? Like, oh, mm, you yes. used to think this and now you think this. You learned, you grew, you advanced, you became more enlightened. You know, I, I view stuff like that as beautiful. Sometimes I can look at, at nature in different ways and just be like, wow, the way that plant is growing is really beautiful because they overcame a rocky area and then figured out how to get water. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it sounds a little crazy, but it's like, you know, Lindsay, you were talking about everything has beauty and, and and that's kind of how I'm how I'm starting to perceive beauty now. I know when you say that word, mm -hmm. automatically people are going to go to like someone's physical appearance and we have to deal with that, too. Right. Because, you know, I'm the mother of two little girls, twin girls who are nine years old, and I am very, very much aware of the influence beauty has on their lives. And it's something mm -hmm. I am watching like a hawk. Yeah. Um, I'm watching everything from what they're consuming on their little devices, um, to what they want to wear, to how they talk, to mm. the makeup, you know, to all this kind of stuff. Um, because, you know, they're just little sponges right now. And I guess that is my mm -hmm. biggest concern mm -hmm. as a parent. I always want them to feel beautiful and not because they look like, someone that's on TikTok or Instagram. I don't care about any of that stuff. And I'm, I'm trying to teach them that that's not necessarily beauty. That may be labeled beauty, right? But beauty is is uh, feeling comfortable in your own skin and having that confidence, right? So I am always telling my girls how beautiful they are. And it's just very, very important mm -hmm. to me. Um, mm -hmm. They need to hear it from me first because like we just mm -hmm. found out, Shay and Betsy didn't necessarily have that. I mean, how would that have made a difference in your life if that had been a little bit mm -hmm. different growing up, right? right. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think yeah. about that all the time with my girls because it's under attack. They are under attack constantly mm. and it's not fair to them, you know? Mm. And so um, I try to be that that force that says no matter what's going on, no matter what kind of day you're having or whatever, you're, you're beautiful. Because Can you're I add one more thing to yeah. that, Sunny? Yeah. Which is... If we can learn to not compare one thing to another, like this mm. is more beautiful than that, or da, da 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 da, it's the comparison that we need to let go of. And my, I had a yeah. blind uncle who taught me this. He would say, "You are beautiful," and he never saw what I looked like ever. Right? Wow. He never yeah. he was yeah. blind his whole life. He yeah. never saw me. Yeah. And what I know about that feeling, again, feeling it, it's everything has beauty. And it's yes. about how we choose mm -hmm. to look at it back to your original point, Shay. You can find it if you look. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And maybe mm -hmm. sometimes you can't even see right. it. <laughs> right. I love right. that. Mm -hmm. Well, well and honestly, in. this is why this is so important. 
Yeah. And I'm Go throwing ahead, in that my current husband, the good husband tells me I'm beautiful every day. So, you know, that's why you do a practice marriage and know what you don't want. And then um, you get that out, you get that out. And then, but literally this morning he said, or so I was getting all dressed up for the show today. And he said, you look so beautiful today. And I thought that is so kind that it's kind for him to take the time to do that. So I wanted to just put in a good plug for the good guy. For Doug. For Yay, right Doug. 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 Yay. <laughs> well, Sunny, I love that you're you're telling your girls that already because mm-hmm. I noticed that for me, when I really went through counseling and therapy and all the different things that I had to go through to really rewrite my brain into realizing that, oh, I am beautiful because it's not just validation from other people, it's how I feel within. I started to call other people beautiful. Mm-hmm. And address my text like, good morning, beautiful, to my girlfriends. And what a difference how they reacted to it. And yeah. so it's just something that I practice now is call people beautiful, whether they they uh, might know it or not. I make mm-hmm. sure to tell them or compliment them on something because, you know, we all have a bad day. And we all need some good energy out there. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Betsy, uh, I'm going to throw it over. This is it for the B segment. I'm going to throw it over to Betsy for the R segment. Okay. R, 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 R. I'm so happy to have the R segment today. Okay. I got a little overachiever, so I got two words because first I want to talk about something Shay brought up, which was revenue. The revenue of the beauty industry is big business. I'm going to read it so I get it right. It's a $100 billion industry expected to be 177 billion by 2025. Um, they spend 7.7 billion on advertising. And that's what Sunny was talking about with her yes. girls. And I think we all experience it every day. Like this is the perfect person. This is the perfect body. This is how your hair should be. This is how your life should be. Um, so that's 7.7 billion B word billion. That's attacking us, Mm. attacking her darling girls every single day. 67% of all consumers worldwide wear makeup. I think that that's very Mm. interesting. Mm. Good for our friend Char, who uh, is in the (laughs) beauty business. And in America, in in 2020, in a survey, 106.8 million women wore concealer. And those of us who are over 50 mm. know that concealer is our friend. And uh, that's something that I know personally. Um, and then this is good in for men and women in all beauty. And they say beauty is your gym membership, your apps, you know, everything related to making yourself the best presentation it can be. Um, it says that women spend $3,700 a year in beauty and men spend about $2,900 a year in beauty. And I would like to say my new hair color is contributing (laughs) to that because as we all know, this great stuff isn't cheap. This this beautiful lack lack of what Mike might call my silver. Um, Please hide your silver. My silver is hidden now, Mike, my producer, um, from just a little investment in my own beauty. Uh, So I wanted to talk about revenue, just so we all take this seriously, that Sunny was right on it, that this is a mission to make you feel not enough, Mm -hmm. to open up your spending, to buy stuff, to be enough, to be quote, in quotes, air quote, beautiful. Um, So then the other word, though, that's positive, I just thought was kind of my research bump, 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 our word, uh, is radiate. And what I love being in my 60s mm. is I really feel like I have God in me and I radiate to the world and attract 
-hmm. other people that want to celebrate, have fun, do good. And you all know that. And one of the things I do, um, I think my secret weapon is my eyeglasses. So I want to talk <laughs> about eyeglasses as beauty and do a live demo. So look at the different ways Betsy can be. Here she is in her cat eye blue, but wait <laughs> for it. She wants a little bit more serious look. Here's her caddis. Oh, right. okay. Caddis nice. is a new company. I'm kind of helping out. Just saying eyeglass spokesmodel. Okay. <laughs> then I was shopping and I needed these because who doesn't have yellow wire frames would be great on Shay who wears so much yellow. Uh, and then when you're yes. thinking, wait a minute, how many pairs of glasses do you have? 23 is the answer. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what? Elton John glasses. Love and the that. funny thing is they kind of chroma key with the background. So they kind of turn orange and they kind of turn blue. Okay. So I'm going to put the, my most favorite ones back on. So I'm saying glasses can be a way for beauty in the world. It's how you express mm -hmm. yourself and how you do for fun. Okay. And the rest of my demo is one of the things I learned from a beauty specialist is the first thing to wear. If you don't want to wear any makeup is to put your eyebrows in because people are mm. expecting to see your eyebrows and they don't even care if you have mascara on, but put in your eyebrows first, just a little beauty tip from a professional. And then I also have some really fun little sticks I carry around. I won't say that, um, that they're from boom because I don't want to produce, you know, promote something we're not allowed to say, but I'm just saying you can have a little of these with you in any time, add a little something, something, a little color, and it just kind of classes up your act. And with these kind of things, they could also be a lipstick. Just saying. Nice. Um, Ooh, yeah. nice. So carry a little something, something with you. This is a live demo. Lord. I know. Live demo. Okay. But <laughs> the last thing I want to share is something that my mother always said. And she's like, never forget your lipstick. And this is, this is true fact. My mom's actual lipstick when she was alive, I got all of her lipstick and she was going to the hospital in her final five days. And she said, honey, get my lipstick because she Aww. wanted to be sure mm. when she was in her hospital bed, she had her lipstick because my mom's philosophy was you were only together when you had on your lipstick. So girls under the category of radiate, I want to know from you, what's your little beauty tips to help your beautiful God souls, which we all see on this show, radiate to the world. What do you do for beauty tips? And I'm doing Shay last because she's the professional. She's right. been in this industry for a really long time, but I think Lindsay did some like commercials and TV along her wild career. So, and Sunny, of course is, you know, she is a media specialist. So I'm the amateur on this pro tour. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to Lindsay first. Lindsay, what, how do you radiate sweetheart in the world? You know, I, I'll tell you the thing, the hottest tip I can give you now being over 50. So I, I don't know that I even knew about this before I turned 50, but I actually put uh, collagen in my coffee and it mm. actually is from our friend, Shar, confidencebyshar.com. Mm -hmm. If you ever want to check it out, this collagen in your coffee every morning, it helps you radiate from the inside out. It has all the right ingredients to help your skin stay really alive and fresh and feeling good. So there's things on the outside and then there's, of course, things on the inside. So I went for the inside, the radiate from the inside out. And one of my hot tips is cotton. Boy, you know, and I'm going to add to that, Lindsay, that's a great tip. Also water, drinking water. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. like obvious, but, but I know living in Colorado, again, it's so dry here. Mm -hmm. I have to drink. Yeah. You're uh, on camera. Water. <laughs> water. I don't water. have any. We're I don't have anything. <laughs> it's because you live
live in California. You're not yeah. as dry and you're young. You're young. But anyway, I digress. Uh, water's really good too. Cause along with like collagen, that's going to plump up your cells and you're going to uh, have that benefit mm -hmm. for your whole body. Okay. Sunny. I know you've been in media all these years. So you probably have some super cool trips and trips, tips and trips. <laughs> you've been on some super cool trips. trips and maybe some other trips, but that is not this show. Um, but tell us about your tips for uh, radiating in the world. Oh, you know what? I mean, if we're actually just talking about beauty stuff, one of the promises I made to myself a while ago is that when I found something I really liked, a product, that I was going to continue to use it. It was going to be my splurge item. And with two different things, so with my makeup and with my hair, um, I have just promised myself that I those are my splurges. And yeah. I buy expensive stuff <laughs> and that's, you know, that that's what I get for the month or whatever. That's my little splurge item and I don't feel bad about it. So one of the things that I've learned is, you know, if it's going to make you radiate, it's going to make you, you know, feel confident, you know, so when you're on camera or whatever, um, then make it your splurge item and just do it. So I will say um, there, I, I don't want to promote them too much, but there is a specific line of co cosmetics that I've been using since I was like 16 years old. It's still the same one. I love them. And, you know, that's that. Um, and, you know, going every, I think it's every six weeks, I'm going now to get my hair done. Newsflash, this is not real color. <laughs> I mean, it is real color on my hair, but it's not my natural hair color. Uh, so, so I do it. And, uh, you know, there for a while, I was paying a lot of money to get that done. Shay, you know all about that industry. Um, mm -hmm. I will say, uh, I guess my latest little tidbit that I'm really digging on right now, but it's brand new. Okay. Um, you guys know I do podcasts, right? And I have a new sponsor on one of my podcasts who sent me a bunch of product. And their whole thing, I'm not going to promote their name, but um, their whole thing is using seaweed and algae in their mm. products. Okay. So I'm talking about skincare mm -hmm. stuff, not makeup. Yep. Yep. Um, but like a big yeah. problem for yeah. me is like the dark under eye circles. I struggle with it all the time. So whoever was talking about concealer, I'm like, Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I am still on the hunt probably for the perfect concealer. Mm -hmm. But then I'm also trying to like, how do I make it so that the, you know, the lines aren't so dark and whatever. And so I'm really mm -hmm. digging some of their under eye stuff. It's all natural. And I'm, I'm all about that too. I'm trying to get as organic and natural and get all the little words that I can't pronounce, you know, on the back of products out of my life. So mm -hmm. um, anyways, uh, maybe, maybe look to go more natural with your stuff would be, you know, uh, I think we can find most of the things that we need um, just out in nature. I, I, I think we've made life very, very complicated and it doesn't need to be. Well, good tips from the professional. Mm -hmm. And we maybe we can put in the Telegram channel, uh, get what, you know, some of these products are people can find out more, but let's go to the professional. Take it away, Shay. <laughs> Well, I have to say, so I'll give you some tips, first of all. So if you don't want to do your hair, then do your makeup. If you don't want to do your makeup, then do your hair. And if you don't want to do either of those, dress great. Dress something that you feel good, so you feel sexy, and maybe rock those heels. And your hair and makeup doesn't matter because you're going to feel better, right? You're, you look at your hair in the mirror, and it looks great, but your face doesn't. So pay attention to the, the hair and not your face if that's what you're, you pick apart, right? So that's my tip is really about, you know, focusing on the one asset, no mm. offense, uh, that you can really <laughs> highlight. 
And I grew up with literally a bottle of Aquanet and a curling iron most of my life, spraying my hair and fixing it and making it spectacular, not move anything for years. But the one thing that my mom taught me was to make sure that I take my makeup off at night. So I was always using skincare from the minute I was probably 14 and uh, no matter how much blue eyeliner and blue (laughs) mascara I was rocking, I made sure that I took it off at night before I went to bed. So that is definitely something uh, I will give as a tip. But uh, radiate is just something honestly is about within. It all comes to back how you feel within. And uh, for me, it's about healing, healing, prayer. And that is where it started with me. Well, that radiates from you and all of us. And we just really appreciate everyone's tips here. As we know, this is a big beauty business with lots of revenue. And we want to just radiate our best self from within. So let's go to break. Hello and welcome to United Network News. I'm Sunny Gold. Now let's check in with our Ground Command, Kimberly Gogan from the office of The Guardian. And she has her whiteboard. I can do. Remember, if it's going to be, it's up to me. It's up to all of us to come together. I'm Sunny Gong. Join us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for The Real News. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Underwired. So we're so glad that you're joining us today and you're you're learning more about beauty with us. We're talking about all different kinds of beauty. So we've done a couple of segments already. We did our B and our R, and I get to wrap things up with our A. All right, so for our A segment today, we are talking about age. I feel like when you when you talk about beauty, inevitably age comes up, okay? I'm, I'm gonna put a positive spin on this, so, so don't worry, guys. Um, but it's just one of those one of those things, right? We hear about growing old gracefully, you know, age gets like, I don't know, gets pulled into the conversation all the time. Um, do you really want to grow old gracefully? Do you, you know, are, are you a kind of, are you fighting that? And then is that a bad thing? Because is that not natural? And, you know, sh- should you just kind of go with the flow and act your age? You know, there's all these kind of things that are associated with age. And I was wondering, ladies, um, I, I have, a, I have a list of stuff that I'm going to get to in just a little bit, but before we go into that, How do you guys feel age is perceived nowadays? Do you think we are starting to break away Mm. from this, oh, act your age, or like I said earlier, grow old gracefully? You know, a lot of the products and stuff that we've been talking about today, the very point of it is to, yes, put your best self forward, but it's also to kind of cheat time. (laughs) So I don't don't know. Do you think we're we're changing when when you see how people perceive age and you know, I think we're all pretty youthful on this conversation, but what do you see out there in the real world? I'll jump in. I don't think it's changed much and I'm sad to say that, but it feels like people are more concerned about their number of times they've traveled around the sun mm. rather than be concerned about how they feel from the inside out. You know, and I think 
I just noticed that there are many, many more people talking about their age. And maybe it's because I live in Florida now and not in the Northwest, <laughs> which has a different vibe and a different feel, mm-hmm. although it's cha- all that's changing too. Yeah. I just think it's interesting. You know, I'm getting older, but I feel younger. So I have taken more trips around the sun. So I have more wisdom about certain things, but I feel much younger on the inside. And I used to say about my own mom, you know, she was the greatest five-year-old I ever met. (laughs) (laughs) We could have fun and do stuff. And she had, she could drive, you know, like, (laughs) so I think that there is something happening, which I want to share with the audience out there. If you're sitting there listening to this going, yeah, you know, I've been thinking about this is my X number birthday. I'm the first one to pop right out there. I'm 56 years old, or at least that's how many times I've been around the sun, but I feel like I'm about 22. Let's roll. What do you want to do? And, and I think that that's really what we're wanting more of to stay alive and to stay really youthful at heart. It really has nothing to do with your vacations. So I'll just say it Mm -hmm. like that. Well, that's good because my 62nd birthday is next week. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I like it when like I'm checking out or somebody cards me and I say like, yeah, I'm 62 or something. And they're like, what? You don't look 62. I'm like, oh, okay. But um, I want to talk about the pro-aging movement. Now, maybe I'm just in this because I'm in this because I am pro about aging and you know, that's where I am. But like the glasses, these, I changed back to my Caddis glasses. They're like, own it. Their whole brand is you need readers, own it. Mm. Right. And so they make funky readers, like progressive readers, because they say, if you need readers, which is part of aging for many of us, you know, own it and get cool glasses. And I think that's super fun. And, and it's all about aging. And then the brand that we're talking about, like beauty brands, you know, it's, it's called the pro aging movement. It's like, how do you just use beautiful again, Sunny's point, uh, cosmetics that are good for you. Uh, and how do you just shine right. And lose, use little, change in who you are and just be the best of who you are. So I'm all about this pro aging and I love my sixties even better than my thirties and my forties. It has been a time of freedom for me to really let go of the baggage, literally the baggage of many, many years of holding up the world and holding up everything and, and adding on to me, like covering myself and using food as like a weapon against my own self. And um, so I'm really discovering mm-hmm. in my 60s a whole new freedom and a release, amen, of yeah. um, 25 pounds this last year, which has never mm-hmm. happened in the history of life Yay. for me. So um, yeah, so I think aging is good and I love my 60s. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to play with all of you in the next 30 years. Let's do it. Come on. Let's do it. Bring it on. Do this. Bring it on. <laughs> well, I, I like you guys. I love the pro aging, actually, Betsy, like you said. But I also love the sunglasses, the glasses and sunglasses, constantly mm-hmm. changing, constantly changing my jewelry, always feeling more alive when I do all of the accessories, right? But for me, being in the beauty business, one of the things that really happened during 2020 was that people stopped coloring their hair and they went to the more natural highlights. And I will tell you, I follow so many women, beautiful women and men who have gorgeous gray, white, silver, naturally highlighted hair. 
That is stunning. And I will say for me, it's just watching this whole generation like blossom into owning their age. And for the first time ever, I am owning my age of 48 and I will rock colored hair until I can't rock colored hair anymore <laughs> because that's what makes me feel alive. And uh, I don't have any gray hair to cover up. I just like fun hair. But I love, yeah, I love the fun, right? So I think really yeah. an age is the fun of it. And for me, I'm I'm still kind of 19 or 25, depending on where I'm at in the, <laughs> the day. day is asking, whatever the man day. is asking. Yeah. Is asking. Yeah. 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 That was a different show, but still out there. Well, I thought it would be fun to talk about things that get better with age, okay? So I found this article online because I want to encourage all of you because I think the whole human experience, we do get better with age. I know we're very nitpicky about stuff and whatever, um, but just, you know, we talked about this. I don't remember if it was on this episode or another episode, but we were talking about, um, you know, what uh, make thing, makes things beautiful. It must have been about this one. I was talking about, you know, um, progress, people growing mm -hmm. and learning. And so it does tie mm -hmm. into my little list here. Okay. So I want to go over, and this is no, in no particular order, but things that get better with age, we have a top 10 list. Wine. Um, wine, <laughs> love, love, love maturing. Okay. Mm. Because there's different, you know, we all know there's different types of yeah. love, but the love that I have for my husband, let's say we've been married 18 years. So that is way different now than it was on day one. Right. And we have all these experience to back us up and we've got four beautiful children, you know, and a crazy dog to help like round out the whole picture. Right. So love matures. Right. Love gets better with age. Mm -hmm. uh, friendships. So along that same line, friendships, it, it's it's all about the experiences that you share together. Right. And that's that's life. Right. And so that that was the big one. Love and friendships get better with age. I, I thought this was interesting. So this is number two. <laughs> this is more medical. Allergies apparently diminish with age. So whereas you might have a lot of allergies. Yeah. For those of you that have allergies are like, oh, I can't wait till I'm 80. <laughs> so allergies go down with age, which could be good depending on where you live in the world. Um, your self-confidence usually goes up in age. And I, I mm -hmm. have noticed this too, where I don't know if it's self-confidence or I just don't care what people think of me anymore. <laughs> just like, it's just that. like, that remark. Yeah, I know. I'm going to, I'm yes. like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. If you don't like it, look the other way, yep. you know, watch something else, listen to something else, you yep. know? So I don't know. It's kind of goes hand in hand. Is that self-confidence or is that, I just don't care. I think it's a little bit of both. It's acceptance. Um, <laughs> Betsy, you'll like this one. So art increases. So the older art gets, the more it increases in value, right? Right. Like the Picassos. Wow. I mean, I mean, I'm just throwing out artists that I have heard of in the past. The Weirsmas. The Weirsmas. The Weirsmas of the world. <laughs> yes. All their art usually, you know, gets more, you know, it appreciates in value, right? Um, decision making. So you feel more con this might go back to confidence, but you feel more confident mm. in the decisions that you make, probably based on life experiences, right? Where you're like, I'm not gonna do that again. I learned that back in the 70s. I'm not doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I really the difference. Um, stress levels go down. I think a lot of this is related, but the, mm. some of this is 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 physical too. So yeah. the the stress that you can feel in your body, the hormones and stuff like that, all of that decreases. 
Uh, your vocabulary increases just because of life experiences and stuff. Usually, you know, <laughs> meet a few people, learn some languages. I've added more cuss words. I was just going to say some cuss words that counts, I think. <laughs> Imported cuss words, other countries. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There you go. For yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, time heals a lot of, uh, a lot of issues. So grudges or, um, bad situations that have come up in your life, right? It, it is horrible when you're going through it, but when you come out on the other, the other end, and then time has a tendency to heal all of that, right? So that gets better with time, with age, if you want to look at it that way, your expertise grows, right? We are not the same people we were when we first started all of our individual careers, no we, way. We had to grow. We had to learn. We had to make mistakes. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we get better and better as we learn to, to, you know, to deal with all of that. And then and number 10 is my favorite. And that is something that gets better with age and increases our discounts, senior citizen discounts and freebies. <laughs> we can all use some more discounts. I am looking forward to more and more of those in my future because of my age. I'll buy you stuff, girls. I will buy your right. stuff because I'm the oldest and I will buy it and <laughs> get it to you. We'll have, we'll have Betsy buy the stuff for all I of will. us. So I will. Go. <laughs> That's go. just we how I roll it. need to hook yeah. onto the coupon train. Thank you, Betsy. No, no problem. <laughs> you know, Art keeps calling me. I keep telling him to go away. Art, go away. Go, go. No. I love it. <laughs> so I just wanted to put a positive spin on, you know, how things can get better. You know, we're talking a lot about beauty today and, you know, obviously our appearances change and stuff, but we, we do get better at as humans, uh, the older that we get. And this was just kind of a fun way to showcase that. So thanks for playing along, ladies. Uh, now I want to toss it over to Lindsay. She's got our woman of wonder. Woo! I am so excited. I just want to share with you guys how much I'm thrilled to do this actual segment today. Because we, all of us, came into this world into this immersion suit from our mom, which is an upside down woman of wonder, W-O-W, -W, upside down <laughs> is M-O-M. And I just wanted to share today because I think we're heading into spring. We've got a lot of moms in this world who really are a wow woman in each of our lives. And sometimes it's hard to express that uh, sometimes, you know, I even get teary-eyed because my mom passed this last year and she was one of those people who was so amazing to me as a kid. I never appreciated and valued so much mm. until after she was gone. And then I had to pick up some of the pieces and do the parts that she did. And I realized, whoa, she was a wow woman. You know, really, this woman who worked so hard to make our lives better. Sonny, you talk about what you do with your kids. And, you know, mm -hmm. I know that I've worked my tail off with my kids, too. And I just really wanted to appreciate the mom that exists in mm -hmm. all of us, even if you haven't had children of your own. There is a mom in you that is nurturing and growing someone else and supporting this world to be a better place. So our woman of wonder for this episode is mom. 
<laughs> and I want to share a few stories. And I, and I think I'm going to start off with Betsy. What we're going to do is go around the squares and talk just a little bit about how your mom was a woman of wonder. And then I'll finish it up. So Betsy, you start off. Well, Norma Grace Wiersma, you know, came from a very, very poor family. She worked on a farm. She uh, earned every penny of what she did. She had a child very young when she was 16. And then um, later met my dad who adopted my sister when she was eight and married my mom. And he said, it, uh, it's the best thing he ever did. She uh, always was the hostess with the mostest. And those of you who know me well know I love to entertain. And that was from Norma, from mom. She always was an entertainer and she always taught us never to put out a bag of chips without a bowl. Uh, <laughs> this is a picture. It was a very special day. The last time my mom went to Chico's, which was her favorite, favorite place in the world. And this mm -hmm. is with my daughter, Sarah. And just as a side of being a mom, I think it's the hardest, hardest job in the whole world. And, and it's the job important. I love the most. Um, so this is Norma with my daughter, Sarah. And I think we have another picture of Norma coming up. Um, I conned my mom because I was always doing media. So I made my mm -hmm. mom and dad have a photo shoot because I was writing a blog about the importance of collaboration and the ampersand and which I collect and so I made my mom and dad there's Norma and Cliff in his shorts uh, there you go dad good luck um and with my daughter Sarah I made them do a, a photo shoot with and pillows um they really had me as a daughter so I digress but um I really admire my mom for her fortitude she never got to go to college because she had that baby at age 16 out of wedlock in a very very small town in Massachusetts where she was very much ostracized but she kept that baby and she raised her on the farm and then my sister you know um, was wonderful 10 years older than us and then married my dad and we came along so she was quite um quite a woman of wonder and i miss her every day yeah thank you betsy and thank you norma for bringing miss weersma into the world this Yay. is pretty exciting so shay how about you tell us about your mom your woman of wonder mm, well my mom <laughs> So I, unfortunately, I lost my mom about seven years ago, and she was the epitome of make sure your hair is done before you leave the house type of person, <laughs> and your makeup has to be on, and all your jewelry need to be perfect, and all the rings Aww. on all the fingers, and and all of that. And she may not have wore heels, but she wore sensible shoes, and I had to learn all about grasshoppers and sensible shoes back then, <laughs> along with my grandma. And uh, but. But it was really about, you know, making sure that you put your lipstick on, even if you don't do anything else, put your lipstick mm. on. And, and she was in this picture. She's uh, actually been diagnosed with terminal cancer. And we just had her for a few more months after that. And mm. she had her pearls and her earrings and her lipstick on. Oh. And uh, mm. so, yeah, so I learned that from her as well as the skincare that I said earlier about making sure that you always take care of your skin, oh you drink God. lots of water. And as you can tell, I use yeah. lots of hairspray. <laughs> and uh, I learned, good I learned that from her I as well. Know. Like if it's like hair should not move. And uh, it took almost uh, 20 years of me being a pro to tell her it's okay that hair blows in the wind, mom. Um, but she also had a really funny laugh. She loved to make people laugh and she always made people feel at home. Oh, I love the teal. Lovely. That teal outfit yeah. is darling. That's fantastic. Styling oh, with perfect. her teal. Aww. Love. Yes. yes. Thank you, Shane. Remind Aww. me again, what was your mom's name? My mom's name was Dana. 
Dana. Well, thank you, Dana, yeah. for bringing Shay into the world. Yeah. She really was a woman of wonder for sure, because you're a most mm. amazing human, Shay. So thank mm, you thank for you. thank you for your mom and for the story. Sunny, how about you? Your mama. Oh my goodness. Uh yeah. So here's here's a group picture. I was <laughs> you guys, I was looking for pictures of just me, and my mom. It's really hard to find. So this mm. is this was taken a few years ago. My mom's in the red, of course. Her name's Karen. Uh, my dad is next to her. His name's Denny. And then there are my beautiful, crazy, insane children. Um, they look a little bit older now. <laughs> but my mom, um, I credit her with a lot. I credit both of my parents with um, me being the person that I am today. This is okay. So <laughs> let me preface Aww. this. This is our favorite hamburger joint, guys. And yes, I'm <laughs> stuffing my face with a hamburger because I'm in my happy place with my mama. We used to go to this hamburger joint all the time together when we lived in the same city. And then I, I moved away and did the whole career thing. But this was when we went back to Ohio. That's where my parents live. And uh, we went to Swenson's. So those of you that know Ohio know Swenson's. And uh, I am really, really happy in this picture. Yeah. And I think we have another one of me as a kid. So that's my mama when she was, uh, let's see, she must have been in her late 20s, maybe. And I was mm. two years old in that picture. Um, if, you were to, if you were to see a picture of my so twin cool. girls, in fact, I, oh, I have yeah. a side by side of this. My twin girls looked exactly like that at that age. And oh. so... Um, <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's my mama. And, you know, I attribute so much to her, both mm. her and my dad. But yeah. my mom has always been um, my my biggest cheerleader, but also my harshest critic, right? Mm -hmm. She's yep. very, very real with mm. me. She gives it to me very, very straight. She's the one person in life I know I can go to. And she's not going to sugarcoat anything. But at the same time, um, she's going to, you know, lift me up when I need to be lifted up as well. And so one of the pieces of advice that I go back to time and time again, and this was, you know, from my mom's lips at one point when I was growing up, um, you know, I wasn't sure what I, what I wanted to be when I grew up, right? I, I was doing a lot of theater when I was younger. I thought I might, you know, go live in New York City and just do Broadway. Not just do Broadway, but that was like my goal, right? To get on Broadway and to dance on Broadway. My mom, regardless of whatever path that I was trying to pursue, she was always extremely supportive of that because there's not mm -hmm. a lot of people that... Um, would look at that and be like, oh, you know, because the, the level of success, or there's not that many people, you know, becoming stars on Broadway and dancing on Broadway. And she never looked at, oh, well, maybe you should have a backup plan. You know, I, I know there are parents that do that, you know, that, that would be like, ah, yeah, but no, she was the mom that's like, okay, so you want to go to New York City? We've been going there to see shows ever since I was a little kid. So let's go, let's look at the university. Let's go and, you know, look at the program and see if this is a good fit for you. Um, but the piece of advice that she gave me was, um, you know, when it comes to your career, first try to do something you love because you have the rest of your life to do something that you don't really like, that you don't care about that much. Wow. And, and that was always in the back of my Great. head, right? Which was, you know, there were several things I liked to do. And like I said, for a time it was theater and then I got more into media, but I never looked at any situation like, oh, well, you know, I can't do that because very few people are successful at that or whatever. I just had my mom's voice in the back of my head going, 
do something you love. Is that what you love to do? Then do it and, and find a way mm -hmm. to make that work because there's so many people out there that either didn't get a chance to do that or someone didn't give them that piece of advice early on. And then they got stuck in job after job after job that wasn't, you know, it wasn't motivating for them. It wasn't encouraging for them. And they kind of feel stuck. And yeah. so when when I think about my mom, that's that's what I go to because anytime there was a change mm -hmm. in jobs or, you know, do I want to go down this path or this path, it was always do what's going to get you to what you really want to be in life because mm -hmm. you, you can always settle later. I don't encourage that, but you could always settle and a lot of people have. So yeah. um, anyways, that's my mama, Karen. She is still around. Uh, we We live long distance. So they're back in Ohio. I'm, right now I'm on the West Coast. Um, but I get to see them. They come out at least once or twice every year um, and spend a good amount of time with the family. It's awesome. And yeah, so we're a we're a close family. And I'm just I'm super. Um, I'm just I'm just glad she's my mom. I'm glad I ended up with the family I did. For That's sure. awesome, Sunny. Well, mm, she sure did beautiful. a good job at uh, raising you and bringing you into the world. Thank you, Mama Karen. <laughs> and it really shows in the way you're also being a mom for your kids you know, you. and supporting them to become their very best. And I know that's important to you. So yes. it's beautiful. I, you know, I just feel so lucky that I had a mom who was very similar. My biggest fan, biggest, I called her the president of my fan club, but also <laughs> the one person who would be a straight shooter and tell me you're being an idiot. You know, <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> my mom, I told you guys earlier, was the biggest five-year-old I ever knew. And this was how we would roll together. We always loved to travel. And she would be the one doing the fun thing, the hammock, <laughs> the zip line, the rafting, the whatever. That was her. She was always into it. And this is a photo of me and my mom with my daughter. We are at a Seattle Sounders soccer game. We're huge fans. We used to love to go to the games together and all of us would just absolutely be crazy. And I think what I really appreciated about my mom more than anything is that she was the one person who got me who really knew me. Mm. And I know yeah. that for all of us, we need to have one of those, you know? And yeah. so, you know, I just want to say her name was Gloria and Aww. we all called her glow or glorious. And mm. she truly was a glorious human. And thank you for letting me be emotional, but <laughs> I loved my mom and I mm. called her mama too. So so with that, mm, beautiful. for those of you who are out there listening, if you have a mom, you, all of you did, <laughs> you may not be here in the moment, and you may have had a grandmother too, who you want to give a high five to, to the sky. You know, these women are truly women of wonder and it's hard to be a mom, but you got to love the job. So yeah. here we are. Mm. So with that in our minds and in our hearts, we're going to take a break so Lindsay can get herself back together and be in the next segment. So toodles for now. We are underwired and we're here to lift and support you. This is Real Talk. We discuss important issues impacting our world and how we as humanity can come together, overcome our obstacles and move forward towards a bright and beautiful future. Welcome back to Underwired. We have been talking about the topic of beauty, and we've been talking about beautiful, would radiate, um, and also 
beauty tips as well. And also we've been talking about our moms. And one of the things that I love, this segment is called Outside of the Box. And I am near the beach. And even though I am even though I am not close enough to go there every single day, I do go often as possible. And I enjoy walking on the beach because it sets the tone for the day. And one of the things I don't I know about you is that you like to be intentional about how you set the tone for the day. And so it puts me in a peaceful space, puts me in a peaceful mind, gets my mind right, my soul right, my spirit right. And I just start to notice the beauty of the things around me. So we have a clip and we'll roll with that and we'll come back and talk some more about it. Hi, I'm out here on the beach this morning. And I just want you to see this sunrise does not even the colors can't even see really it is pinks and purples and yellows and blues and it is stunning and you can tell it's windy because my hair is in my face while I'm drinking my coffee and it is just stunning beautiful scenery here on the east coast of Florida outside of my box I moved here a year ago and it has been an amazing, incredible blessing to just be able to get up and drive 20 minutes to this view every day. And I'm gonna hit the other side of the camera so you can see the amazing full moon. Look at that. And if I can zoom in, you can see it even better. Uh, one of my favorite things is to take pictures of the moon with this camera, but this is falling. And then show you all the seaweed that is washed up on this shore. I don't know if you know about the massive amounts of seaweed that have come to the state of Florida from the, in the middle of the ocean. But here's just a speck of uh, what they expected to get in this area. So we just got a little bit so far. This is the first time I've seen this. Yesterday I was here and there was no seaweed and today there is seaweed and off in the distance If you can see these towers This is where Kennedy Space Center is where they light off the satellite rockets and um, It used to be the space shuttle So it's pretty profound to be this close Anyway, this is what's going on in my neck of the woods. Hope that you are all having a wonderful day and I hope that you get outside in nature and see the sunrise just once, even if you're a late sleeper like I normally am, because it's just a reminder that we get to choose a new day. We get to wash away yesterday, just like these waves. We get to wash away yesterday and we get to have a new opportunity to start fresh every day. And I'll turn it back around here and we will go to see the whole thing for just a quick moment. And this is just breathtaking. This is your out of the box segment on today's episode of Underwired. 
Aww. Isn't that, Oscar. I mean, it's so amazing. <laughs> so amazing. And it's funny, we're talking about beauty. And I mentioned this and didn't even realize it until then. One, I didn't have hairspray in. And two, I didn't have makeup on. So, <laughs> but my hair was done. So I was you following were my mom's You were dead. You were so, radiating. Yay, mom. Yes, radiating. Yes. yes. So, oh. but I learned once I moved that it's really important to find the beauty in nature. And that's one of the things that I help my coaching clients do is when they're really stuck in their head is to get out in nature and find the beauty, whether it's going for a walk, maybe it's going into their backyard, maybe it's just staring into a tree and finding the squirrel or the bird or the, the feathers falling, whatever. Maybe it's a flower. So how do you guys find beauty in nature? And Sunny, I'll start with you. Oh my goodness. I love when things work harmonious, harmoniously, harmoniously together. Um, so I, there was, for example, there was this video that was sent to me and I think, uh, I don't know, it was on Telegram or something. And it was nature just kind of doing nature's thing without humanity uh, interfering with it. Right. So in this case, mm -hmm. it, it involved animals, which who doesn't love a good animal video, but it was a horse and a dog. And, you know, those, you know, kind of videos where mm -hmm. animals like do, uh, you know, the very loving things for each other. And yeah. it's like they were like best buddies and they were like put their heads together and were like leaning on each other. Um, so for me, when I see nature just kind of doing its thing and sharing love and kindness and stuff we always talk about, you know, on this show, um, they're just kind of doing their thing. And I think that that's uh, that's beautiful to me. It's like that's one of those all you know, and then in beautiful moments mm -hmm. where I'm just like, you know, no one had anything to do with that. It was just two animals, you know, just showing affection for each other. And you see it in different ways. I don't know. That was the first thing that came to mind was that video I saw the other day because it's just nature doing what nature does and nature is beautiful. Yeah. I love that. And who doesn't love love, whether it's a, a dog and a horse or it's people, right? Love is love. Yeah. I love that. So, uh, Betsy, what about you? Well, I'm How do you a find beauty yeah. in nature. I'm a walker. And so what I've really been noticing is the change of seasons, right? I've been welcoming all mm. the little buds on my peony plants. So I have a PPP in my family and that's called the peony protection program because in Colorado, we can still get 10 inches of snow in May. It's very scary here, like beautiful 70, 29, uh, tonight's 29. So we get buckets and we put them over my blessed 14 peony plants that I pray over for the entire year. And they're one hit wonders, as my friend Kathy would call them. They come to the world, they bloom, they're fabulous. I cut them, I bring them inside, I talk to them, I love them, and then they're gone for another year. So we have <laughs> wow. the PPP in place, even tonight, the buckets will be going out. So um, I go and walk in my neighborhood. We just walked in Keystone, Colorado, and I just take a time and I say, God, you did a beautiful job on the Rocky Mountains. Because I'm from Indiana and we did not yes. have mountains. And every time I see those beautiful Rockies with the snow cover, I just call out God, good job on the mm -hmm. Rockies. And then I'm so happy as the seasons change to welcome the peonies and the PPP <laughs> is in place. So we are ready to protect them. So I just love kind of um, be here now again and observe what's really going on and the beauty of nature doing its thing. 
Mm, I loved I love peonies too. My grandma had them <sighs> and it attracted bees like crazy. <laughs> we love bees. Bees are so good. Yeah, but yeah, it was bees are awesome. it was so fun to wa- watch. It was really cool as a little kid to watch that and to stare at the mountains. I mean, I went around the corner and there's a mountain. I went around the corner and there's another mountain. It's the same mountain, but I had to take another picture because it was a different sunlight then, yeah. right? <laughs> and, yeah. and mountains are just gorgeous. So I love that you noticed that. Lindsay, how about you? How do you find the beauty in nature? Truly, it may sound cliche, but I absolutely love everything in nature. You can plot me anywhere. It could be a desert. It can be a mountain. It could be a beach. It can be, I don't care. I loved playing with ferns when I was a little kid. I just, I love everything about nature. And the thing I wanted to share for this segment really quickly is that I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Fibonacci sequence, which is, um, it's a mathematical term that was created when you look at certain seashells. It's a, it's a spiral that oh, is, yeah. it represents the widths of different things. Anyway, long story really short, I got to look at many, many seashells this past week. And I was just like mesmerized by the mathematical way in which a creature probably no bigger than my pinky fingernail was building a shell that it could live in. I just went, what is that? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> So I feel really wow. blessed by nature every day. And I thought Fibonacci, what a smart guy that he figured that out sometime in the 1600s. I don't even know, but <laughs> what a cool thing that nature is for all of us. So thanks We're for like- bringing it in, Shay. And like spider webs, you know, like the, like how how do they do that? And it how looks so beautiful. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. it's just nature doing nature's thing. And and or, or have you ever really looked at the shell of a turtle or a tortoise? Oh, gorgeous, yes. gorgeous, gorgeous. gorgeous. Yes. And it's like yes. you know, and the miracle, you know. <laughs> A bee well, is not really. set up to be able to fly and a bee can no. fly. So, you know, it's, it's, it's the miracles that are in yeah. all these small bits of nature. And I'm a girl who says, I like nature. Don't get it on me. <laughs> that, that is kind of my, my philosophy of life. So I'm really growing up in the world to be embracing more uh, nature. That's big for me. I love it. <laughs> get out there and embrace some nature. Let's go. Well, Get it on you. Get it on you. Well, and I think that's, that's why... I think that's why nature is so perfect in the beauty segment, because if we go outside and observe it, we are out of our head and we're into our heart and into our body. And then we just can radiate beauty. So yeah. with that said, I will throw it over to Sunny for the mailbag. Okay. <laughs> so we love hearing from you guys. And uh, whenever you want, you can reach out to us through our Telegram channel. And we may grab one of your questions or one of your comments, and we may talk about it on the show in our mailbag segment. So we've got a few today. All right. So let's go ahead and look at the first question that someone submitted, and hopefully we can provide them with an answer. Okay. So this is from Carol. Carol says, loved the entrepreneur episode. What would you say is the best business advice that you've ever received? Well, Carol, thanks for listening to our episode that we did on being an entrepreneur. What would you ladies say? Is there some quick advice that we can give Carol? Um, I'm going with love what you (laughs) do and you're never going to work a day in your life. Love what you do every day. Bring your best to the world. As Sunny had said many times, give it a try and, um, and you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. 
I, I'm going to piggyback off of that, say ditto. And the second piece of advice was really that it doesn't matter if you get it wrong, fail fast. Mm, mm-hmm, if, you, mm-hmm. if you're going to do it, fail yeah. fast and just keep on trucking and don't give up. So, yeah. mm-hmm. mm. I, I'm going to say that there is purpose in your pain as well as a product. Ooh, so how it appeals, you can also... You can also teach others how to heal. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I think I talked about this on the entrepreneur episode, but I talk about rolling with the punches. It's a boxing term. And it, it's it's everything you guys just said. Like when something doesn't go your way, roll with it, learn from it, grow from it, and then try something else next time because <laughs> that obviously didn't work. So there you go, Carol. There's some business advice for you. Let's go ahead and Go on to the next question. So this is from Dan. Hey, we got a guy. Dan's a guy. Right. Got a question for Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay, do you have any funny cruise ship stories you can share with us? Oh my goodness, Dan. Seriously, <laughs> that this is like the hardest thing to narrow down. I think my favorite story uh, that I'll just share from this last cruise, and there were at least ten, right? <laughs> so yeah. um, I think my number one favorite funny story was going to see a performance by a young man who was a Jerry Lee Lewis impersonator. And the guy could play piano like there was no tomorrow. And he had this entire room full of people up singing and dancing and all the 50s music. And he went to bang on the piano and he broke the piano string. (laughs) And he just kept playing. And we all kept singing. Nobody seemed to care. But it was quite hilarious. And then the cruise director had to come on. We had to have an interruption for just a second. You know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it was awesome. Like really. So, oh, you know, there are many funny stories on cruises, which I love, but that one just took the cake for this last 10 days. <laughs> I always thought it was so wow. fun, Lindsay, to watch the performers on stage when you've got one of those nights where the ship is like doing one yeah. of these and you've got the juggler. Oh, wow. He's like, whoa. Yeah. Like, okay. And I, I and I got a funny you one. You walk straighter, you have to drink more. So <laughs> I guess kind of the conversation. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know when somebody's not back on the ship and they do the big announcement. Has anybody seen Elizabeth Weersma? Well, one time we were like somewhere in the Caribbean on a little boat, and I got sick, and it's like I have to go to the bathroom. So we got to the ship, and I ran. I just ran through, and that's before COVID and before you know super tight security. Somehow they didn't scan my badge. But I I was like sick, sick, sick. I got to go, right? So I ran in, got to my room, was fine. And then about an hour later, they say, is Elizabeth Wearsma on board the ship? We're looking for Elizabeth Wearsma. And I guess they didn't have my card. My husband's like, oh my God, you got to tell them you're on board. I'm like, okay, sorry. First things first on that one. Um, but uh, these days, those cruise so ships funny. are a lot more buttoned up. They wouldn't let you run through. But in the old days, you know, it was a little more casual. And this is probably 15 years ago. But that was my funny cruise ship story. Oh, my gosh. Hysterical. Okay. Thank you guys for sharing your stories. Last question. I think we got one more. All right. Looks like this one's for Betsy. Betsy, thank you for sharing your struggles as a parent. I'm having similar issues with my son. It's good to know I'm not alone from Jamie. Is that a question or is that? It's a, not a question. I, I think, yeah, because we, we've we talked about obviously raising kids and stuff like that on the show in the past and and the challenges and stuff. And, and, and I, for one, am really grateful when I hear comments like that, because that's the whole point of this show, you guys. Like we're not perfect. We struggle. 
but we're here to, you know, encourage you during those tough times. So I don't know. That's mm-hmm. if you want to share yeah, a little well, bit. I would, but. I would make a comment. I would say you got to roll with the change. I got to work that in Uh, besides rolling with the changes. Um, The thing I learned the most, especially with my daughter is do not assume, you know, that the last moment, the last conversation, the last thing is what's true because my daughter in a minute in New York minute, everything changes. Like she could be so mad and the world is terrible. And then she'll call you back and say, I'm really excited about the new piece of jewelry I made. And you're like, Oh, I'm here in the dust with the track marks over my heart from the madness you just expressed. And you were so angry and you're so, this. but so I've really learned to just every moment is new and yeah. just to be here now and be like, honey, awesome. Let's talk about your jewelry, you know, and not um, hold the grudge of like, did you know how you acted to me? In the <laughs> so um, I would say, Hey, thanks for that comment. And just, just know it, it, just works through and um, they mature and they have a different mood swing. They eat food. This is all my daughter. If she eats food, it gets good sleep. She's a different human as many of us are. So um, thanks Mm. for that comment. But that's my parenting advice is, you know, it's always a different minute. It's always a different day. So things change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you guys for sending in your comments, your questions. And Betsy is going to tell you how you can do that in the future if you want to. Well, yes, I just can't wait to hear more and more comments like this. And join us on Telegram. And we're at, at Underwired Live. And then you'll see all kinds of things like we have a giveaway recipe from our last show. We have all kinds of questions, mailbag. That's where we get it from what you say on Telegram. Um, it's just a great way to join our family and be intimate with us with whatever's on your heart because this show is built for you, about you, to uplift and inspire you to support you. And that's what we're all about. And the good news is we appreciate you interacting with us because we stand for kindness in the world. And Lindsay has uh, championed as some of her life work, a kindness society. Um, And we have kindness coins. It's a kindness currency. So if you interact with us and if we choose your comments for the show, we're happy to send you some of our kindness coins. It's a great way to get something super cool to share with your friends. And I want to say it right. If you go, Lindsay, so you say it, the link to your website. So I get oneofakindness.mn.co. I got it. One of a kindness dot M is in man, N is in Nancy dot CO. We'll put that in the Telegram channel. And uh, you can join us in our kindness conversations and learn more about our currency because that is what we're standing for in the world, spreading a little kindness and a little uplifting support for you. So I'm going to send it over to Lindsay to take us out today. Yay. Thank you, Betsy. And thank you for the special word of kindness. You know, I really do believe that the underwired the basis of Underwired is to spread more kindness and uplift people. So this is amazing. I want to thank everybody out there for watching the show today. And if you just happen to be listening to the audio, we thank you for listening and not, you know, making fun of our stories that you can't see. Um, <laughs> we'd like to invite you to watch some episodes at the um, unitednetwork.tv website. So go back and look at other ones. If this is the first one you're tuning into, go back and see some more. There, We've done a lot of fun stuff together. You also can check us out at underwiredlive.com. We have our podcast version, which you can see there. And we still do the same fun and amazing stuff. 
And again, just to reiterate what Betsy said, Telegram, participate with us. We want to hear from you. We want to engage with you. This show is about you. It's for you. And we're trying to think of stuff all the time. You could help us by telling us what you want to hear about. There you go. (laughs) So we love you. We thank you. And we will just say thanks for being part of our Underwired team. Peace out. I just wanna love you.